Greetings, heathens and heretics. Welcome to In the Abyss. Uh, it's a full house this week um, for a bit of uh, Metal Island Discs. Um, not only is Bean Dog back, because clearly can't get enough, um, but it only seems right to invite Dave from Black City Records back, because, you know, that's that's what we're doing. It's uh, Yeah, how's everyone doing this evening? Are we all, you know, got a beer in our hands and loose and lubed and all it's of that? Friday night. It's Friday night, I've got a beer. The chippy tea is percolating. The chippy tea <laughs> on a fucking Friday night. Yeah. Fucking hell. There's no fucking excuse. But anyway, yeah. So <clears throat> what we're actually here for. So for those for those of us that are under the age of about 60, um, there's a, a long-running Radio 4 show called Desert Island Discs, which is you're stranded on a desert island and you choose eight records and a luxury item. And I believe it was a book, wasn't it, in the original format? Yeah. 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 So, yeah there you go. The uh, the, the the senior one recognizes that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, got that jab in early there, Trigenza. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go slightly away from that. So it's so it everyone it's it's eight eight records, a luxury item, and one metal shirt that you've basically got to live in and stay warm in for the rest of your life. So yeah, look, who knows how it'll go? Who knows what nonsense will come out of our five mouths, but you know, let's, let's kind of go with it. So look, I'm going to go to Padre first because we haven't had Padre for two weeks. He's back in the UK enjoying the cold weather. So I'll tell you what, first couple of, first couple of records then that are on your list that you couldn't live without and why? Just just before we kick off there, can we just work? Why have we been shipwrecked? Is this anything to do with who booked the tickets? Was it through Ocean Tech? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit early for that, isn't it? Is it? Is it? it I mean, it, was, is, it started yeah. off. It started off. We were getting chased by Somalian pirates. I like it. We managed to get away because, like, we we just blasted out the rhyme of the ancient mariner, and they didn't like it. Um, and then. Um, we, we've just we've got we've gone down past past the Gulf of Oman, you know. We've just ended up in the fucking the, the unpopulated islands of the Seychelles from the coast of gold across the seven seas. Right, come on then. Let's have your first couple. No, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm I'm not going into the list until I've covered a few points. Firstly, what the fuck have you guys done to this place? I've been gone a year. What the hell is happening <laughs> with the prices in this fucking country? Are you surprised? What I'm, I'm well, I'm, 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 I'm incredulous. How much was your pasty on Wednesday? I don't know. That was um, but I, I've said like I mean, I, 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 I mean, this is a train station, so you know, you've got to make you know parameters, but it, I say allowances. But West Cornwall Pasty Company <laughs> at Bristol Temple Meads, a sausage roll is now more expensive than a fucking pasty. What the fuck happened there? Right. Um. But like, no, what's the, No, I, I just. I just want to cover, like, because like, I, um, last week I saw Guns N' Roses in Rome, um, and uh, it was phenomenal. And I've, you know, I've got to add, like, you see, see Guns N' Roses in the Circus Maximus, and behind the opposite side of the stage is the fucking Colosseum. That mm. is an excellent setting for concert. Yeah. Um, and then you've also got on the right hand side, you've got the back end of the Forum Romana. So, you know, and it's like, you know, I was really surprised because like, they, they, I, I don't know if you, when you saw them, do you get, and I, I, I kind of saw this a little bit at Glastonbury too, just on the TV, 
you get the impression that like Axel can't do it for three hours straight anymore. But like he he saves his voice for those important songs, and that's when he hits the notes he needs to hit. Because like Live and Let Die, Sweet Child of Mine, Welcome to the Jungle, Night Train, Mr. Brownstone, November Rain. You you could tell he was really putting a lot into it, and he managed to hit those notes. Uh, obviously, Slash was phenomenal. The but the rest of the band were really good. Um, Three hours best... not a bit long though. I mean. It, it was. It, I mean, I was flagging towards the end, but I kind of attributed it to the fact that I haven't actually been to a big show. Oh, it, it was it was back in 2006. That's the last time I went to a big Fuck concert. The, the crowd was good, and there was quite a, a, quite a very widespread of uh, genders and age groups there, which was nice to see. But, like, and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I, and, again, going back to the fact that I haven't been to a concert like this for a long time. Is it very common to have just people continuously walking out of like the front bit of the, of the crowd, like, you know, and then going back in with like four or five sandwiches balanced on like four or five beers. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I've never seen anything like it. Like, um, like, I mean, I know Italians like their food, but I was like, just eat at the concession stand. Why are you trying to, and, and then you just like, you got people going, scusi, me, scusi me. You know, and then like, it's a fucking concert. Eat a sandwich over there. And I was very disappointed at the t-shirts. The there's too many Guns N' Roses oh. t-shirts. You know, and I mean, I... I, I, I Roses, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, like, this, there's the etiquette that like, you don't necessarily wear the t-shirt of the band you're going to see. Unless it's a Maiden show. Yeah, Maiden. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. I, 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 wore, I wore the Slayer t-shirt, and I can, I, I can confidently say that I never saw... I didn't see a, another Slayer t-shirt all night. I did see one Megadeth. I saw one kid wearing a low t-shirt, and I wanted to rip it off him. Um... Opeth was represented, so were Anthrax, and I, I did see Cradle of Filth t-shirt. But that was, was, it, was, it, was it uh, was it the Cradle of Filth? Oh, I, I very no, much. no, well, no. In Rome, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a brave was... move. A brave move. Even Danny Phil says he wouldn't wear it now. Yeah, I yeah. saw that today. Yeah. I saw yeah. that that news story. Yeah. So yeah, no, but it, it, it was nice to be back at a big concert. I thought they did very well. It was it was a great show. They played everything they want, you know, that you wanted them, to, you would want them to play. Damn good sound, better than. I mean, I don't know where the, some of the British newspapers have hopped on that bandwagon that the Guns Guns and Roses were like the worst Glastonbury headliners ever. I just think that's ridiculous. Well, if you go by um, the BBC coverage, it's probably about right. But, yeah. yeah, but it's the, I, from what I saw, it wasn't the band that was the problem; it was the sound. It was the, yeah, it was. It was the vocal. But how how is that their fault? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't really care. It's Glastonbury. I couldn't give two flying fucks about Glastonbury. To be yeah. perfectly honest with you. So, you know, right? Have you finished? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, on my list. I mean, I had to put Appetite for Destruction on there anyway. So, but so I had an idea that one a good way to play this would be to pick some live albums because then you've got to spread over multiple albums, but for one band. So I, I like was definitely that. thought Tactical. live after death. Live after death. Got to take that, and then. Decade of aggression, that covers and that covers all my favorite Slayer tracks. The problem with Megadeth is they don't really have a definitive live album, so I just took P cells. Um, Rage Against Machines debut album, Super Unknown, and then I thought you've got you've got eight albums, right? So you need to take one album from a band that you absolutely detest, just so you can listen to it and then go back to the stuff you really like. So I thought I'll just take OK Computer by Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
like you know listen to it and then be like what the fuck is this shit and then go oh thank god i can put master of puppets on oh, master of puppets but the other thing i was thinking is yeah master of puppets fantastic album or do i just take live shit binge and purge the entire box set the we best. didn't say anything about boxing. Oh, well, see, we were complaining about not having a, a record player. Someone's going to need to bring a VHS machine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Where, where where do we all stand on box sets? I'm not sure I agree with this. Well, you, you didn't define the rules because I was thinking, am I allowed double albums? Am I allowed this? So, you know, you didn't well, lay any rules down in the dance. Look, the, the original format, the original format, if if if, if Dave will help me confirm that, um, it was eight songs, I think, wasn't it? Originally, not oh, eight yeah. records, wasn't it? Yeah, so, it was so. Yeah, we're, we're just going albums, records, however it wants to come. You can have your fucking box set. But you what I would do is, because the other thing is where you double up, because, again, like Bean was saying, like, thinking, you know, tactically. You you take the seven albums on vinyl, but the, but radio, you take it on CD, and then if you see a, a rescue plane, you can get the sun's reflection. In. Oh, all right. That's all good, yeah. Or you could even oh. empty out the box set and fashion it into a little boat, couldn't you, using the Radiohead CD as a paddle? <laughs> yeah, and I can also use the inlay the inlay of, of the CD as, as roach material if there's any like weed on the island. Um, well, you know, that, that's that's going to happen. Well, or just to keep warm would be the sensible yeah, option, yeah. you know. But I like the fact you've just gone through your entire list all in, uh, yeah. all, all in one hit. So you're done. You can drop off. You can fuck off. But actually, can, can, sorry, can, he, he, he bashed for him pretty quickly. So could he possibly just... Just list them out again. It was Let's just dig into them. Dig into them a little bit. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Brian, why? why appetite for destruction? Why? Why specifically well, that? I mean, I, I think. I mean, it's appetite for destruction is like for me. So one of the definitive like hard rock albums. Got some great tunes on it. Some good guitar solos. Um. So yeah, definitely, and it's one of my favorite albums. Live after death because it's one. It, you know, it's a live album. It's great sounding live album. It's well produced, and it's got some killer tracks on it. The only issue with live after death though is you've only got. Power slave and backwards. Would you not want something no, that's maiden that would, would cover no somewhere in time, seventh son of a seventh son, <clears throat> no prayer for the dying, fear of the dark. We, we don't we didn't we, we take a real live dead one instead. Nah, you go best of the beast, surely. Okay, best of the beast then. Well that was in my list. Best of best of just are we, are we all machines, on this island together? Because I'm, I'm hoping like all, all bases are covered. If like between us all, we've just got the ultimate record collection. Well, that no, no, that that wouldn't be a good idea because my my main concern is. Well, my uh, my main concern is you've got a copy of OK Computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my main concern would be the fact that if we were all on the same island, that ultimately, I would corral some of you into some kind of like rudimentary tribe and we would actually go after Anne and sacrifice her. It would, it would go very Lord of the Flies. Well, this is sounding better and better. And I think Master of Puppets would be like the conch. Like you have to pick it up and hold it in order to have your turn to speak because it's like, you know, it, it's revered. It's like sacrist. Um Hang on, why, why, why are we going to, why are we going to hunt and eat him? He's, he's the, he's the, the leanest one here. Yeah. You're going to sacrifice no, him. No, no, we're not, eat, we're not eating him. We're not eating him, okay? What's the, what's we're, not eating him. we're sacrificing him to whatever god we create. <laughs> <laughs> a rudimentary religion. Probably based... Probably I mean, to be fair, that's very metal. The, that's okay, very so, metal. That's, that's true. That's on, true. Based on one of the albums that we bring with us, and mm. one of those albums will, you know, after we die in the civilization that we, we leave behind to grow, that will become their holy book. 
How long have we been on this? How long have we been on this island? I mean, we've we've, <laughs> we've plummeted into degeneracy. It doesn't take long. No, it doesn't, doesn't take long. I'd say that's approximately sixteen hours in that point. <laughs> yeah, already, already sacrificing Anthony for this no is, reason whatsoever. Just once the beers run out. Yeah. These, these scenarios, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just bottom episodes. That's all they are. <laughs> Yes. So, so, so the, but the other the other two things it, it's it's a band t shirt and then a luxury item, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right. So <laughs> I've got to say, right. I came I came back home. I've never used one before. The the parents have got an air fryer. So we've got a solar panel, solar powered fucking vinyl. I'm bringing in an air fryer <laughs> and we're gonna have we're gonna just dine every night on like coconut encrusted fish that we catch with our own made fishing rods. Okay, so I, fryer, I'm not. I'm not sold on this whole air fryer business. The air fryer is the luxury uh, item. There is right, one. The air is a luxury item, and then yeah. the band t-shirt I'm bringing is the Metallica t-shirt with the metal up your ass with the toilet bowl and the knife. Of course, of course. I was thinking it was going to be one or three t-shirts from you. It was either going to be that. It was going to be that that all over print Slayer root of all evil t-shirt you used to wear. Um, or uh, the uh, the black album one with the four faces on it that you used yeah, to years yeah. ago as well. Like, yeah. Right, you're done. You can go away. Go, you know, go back to it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, our um, our esteemed guest, Dave. Dave, welcome. Uh, apologies for uh, insulting you at the uh, at the top of the show. Wasn't intentional. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. <laughs> um. Right, let's, let's let's have a couple off your list then. What's um what's going on? Two, three. Yeah, let's have two or three. Let's, you know. Okay. First one is is obviously the greatest album that's ever been re- recorded. Oh, in, it's okay computer again, isn't it? In all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of Radiant. No, it's um Rain in Blood by Slayer. Of course. Um yeah, just the greatest album ever. Never get bored of it. Um secondly, Ride the Lightning. Oh, mm. why well, ride the lightning over all the others? Well, probably. I always say this to people: it's it's not Metallica's best album, but it's my, it fa- but it's my favorite album. You know, I, I I do understand that Master of Puppets is is something that will never be recreated, but I for me, just ride the lightning just holds it all together so much more. Yeah, no, I, I, to, I agree. I, I yeah. agree. I like for the record, I I I love Master of Puppets, but I take Ride the Lightning over Master of Puppets. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's just, it's just it, it just gets the balance of everything better. I think really. Um, I, I think I think it's them on the cusp of coming out of that whole um, sort of garage scene that they were involved with when they were basically learning to play, and it's 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 the sound of a band that have found their sound. And are really truly honing their craft, but it's yeah. still as raw as fuck. Yeah, it's got it, it's still got that youthful energy. It's still yeah. there, you know. You and can those, still and hear those, and, the, and those first four songs, and then to have a song like "Fate of Black" on your second album, mm. that is that's special. Yeah, yeah, I agree. For me, that. it's always for whom the bell tolls. I, I just think it's you know, it's such an amazing song. For a thrash song back then as well, when you get into nearly three minutes into the song before somebody's even, you know, sang anything, you know, it's it's very ambitious for such a young band as well. It's obviously iconic with Cliff as well, isn't it? You know, the yeah. bass line. It, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough call between the two. Yeah. But Ride the Line is <laughs> escape dumped in the middle of it, so... Yeah. 
Um, it's not... still got it's still got remnants of Mustaine on it. That's true. Uh, do you know what the world doesn't need is remnants of Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> that that should have been the uh, the title of his autobiography, shouldn't it? Remnants of Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I respect the guy, you know. Obviously, I do, but fucking hell. <clears throat> most yeah, annoying man I'm not even going metal here I'm going like just rock music in general the most annoying man in rock oh who oh that's that's a tough one who would uh who would push him for that Billy Corgan people like that he's another <laughs> yeah, I think Corgan's mellowed a lot recently in recent years though he's he's sort of he's I actually think... quite quite I think so yeah I've I, just seen a I, few I thought he'd gone down the like not not full on QAnon, but sort of. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah. I that. If, he, if he has, I, I I missed the memo there. I saw. I just I, saw. I really. Of, um, I, I did lose. I I did. I mean, obviously, Mustaine is a guitar player, fantastic. Uh, I, but I did lose a lot of respect for him when I found out that he was going on that Infowars without exchange, and I was just like, "That's not good," you know. And and I saw the episode and. Like Alex Jones is like going to his gigs backstage and going, oh, you know, Dave's such an incredible guitar player. And then Dave's just like kissing up to him going, oh, you know, you tell people the stuff they need to hear. And we're like, no, mate, it's not about the fucking lizard men and the global conspiracy and the Illuminati. No, that's like, what happened to you, man? What it will be on us? our island. We he's sacrificed not, him first. He's, he's definitely not welcome on our island. No, no. fucking way. No way. Actually, I, I take it back. You know, the most annoying man in sort of rock music. I, I as soon as I said it, Chris Martin popped in my head. <laughs> oh God! Oh wow! You know, you know they have the pianos and stuff now in a lot of airports that people can just go up and play. Mm. Right. So was, I was at Rome Airport on Monday morning, and obviously, like I get it. I respect anyone that can just go up and just play on the piano, fair play. But like. Um, this guy goes up and he starts playing uh, that Coldplay song on the piano. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know. Could be any happen. fucking Coldplay song. Yeah. It's all so, the same. He played. He played two Coldplay songs and then he played Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was like, "Fair play, you can play the piano. You played all three of those pieces flawlessly." But seriously, Coldplay and Queen, like, impress me. Play something else. Play blues. Play some fucking classical music. Was it I, one of those pianos where you could have shut his finger? Yeah, yeah, but then it was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, the temptation. I mean, there, there's 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 a couple of people videos on YouTube that you can watch, and there's a Russian girl, and she plays one Fate of Black and Master of Puppets on the piano. She does also she does Cemetery Gates too. Fate of Black on the piano played by that girl is absolutely insane. That like she she just she gets the spirit of the song. Like if someone went into an airport and played that, I would go and give them money. So or I've I buy them got, one of those ridiculously overpriced sandwiches. I've got a cassette of her here, and she does cover versions of black metal songs. Mm, black metal songs. Yeah. So she covers Immortal, Dark Throne, Mayhem. Um, this I've oh, got it here. I can't get her on the show, Tregenza. Get her on the show. It's absolutely fantastic. Hey, do do me a favor, Dave. Send me um send me a link when um, after this. It, yeah, yeah that, that I've got here. <clears throat> it needs to be a like like in um Wayne's world, there needs to be a rule on public pianos, just a sign on top saying no Bohemian Rhapsody. No, it just mm. should say no Coldplay. 
that's the that's the last time that's being mentioned on this podcast. That that's now in in the in the bag with you know what and you know what and all the other things. Never again. Fucking Coldplay. Fucking middle class cunt. He probably belongs on this bedding. In the in the bag with the remnants of Dave Mustaine. Yeah, in there. Yeah, that's exactly it. And not welcome <coughs> on our island. Definitely not. You should do um, like a, a room one oh one, you know, stuff that you can ditch forever. We had this very discussion this afternoon, myself and Bean. It's uh, that's that's gone uh, that's gone in the pocket that one. So nice. Um, nice. don't don't be surprised if uh, if I'm dragging you back on for that one as well. <laughs> I think no we've already done it, haven't we? We've just we've, we've just <laughs> yeah. spent twenty minutes done doing it in the last twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just edit it out. Yeah, yeah. No, we we don't that uh, editing that would signal professionalism. Um, all right, then voice of reason. Let's let's have a couple from you because you know you'll bring something sensible. Possibly. Which, I mean, shall I just get the obvious ones out of the way? Um, get that round out. So, oh, excuse me. So, yeah, I mean, I made Best of the Beast. That's the album that got me into metal. Simple as that. And you've got all the, you've got all the classics there. You've got a few live, live tracks. You've got Virus with Blaze. So, you know, um, yeah, um, I can't. I know everyone's sort of so many people have got like a cool, a cool, cool album of some sort or a historic one, but no, with me it was the best of. But I'm taking that as well, to be fair. Was, it's gotta be. Yeah. It, I just yeah, I mean it is it is one of the best best of the, the double disc version but, though, none of this single. Oh disc of course. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. Like, like, like I say, I bought the I spent twenty quid on a win on that album at sixteen years old and with a booklet, beautiful little package, the um, peat frame, family tree in the front. Um yeah, lovely. I mean, I, I I saw the vinyl. I think at some point around that time as well, which had extra tracks on it. But of course, I didn't didn't listen to records at that time, did I? So what an idiot! But there you go. I think that uh, that vinyl, the best of the beast vinyl, sells for a fair few quid now. Uh, yeah, I I dread to think. Well, that that man would probably know, but yeah, yeah I've seen it knocking about for for quite a lot. Yeah, that's um. Anyway, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah, isn't it? Um. And yeah, and also again, it's obvious if you know me, but Super Unknown by Soundgarden. That's my favourite album, full stop. That covers me, you know, some of my nineties, nineties interests, but you know, it's heavy, it's Sabbathy. It's just a great album, full stop, and it's not one I could live without. So yeah, that comes with me. All right, that's 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 welcome on the island. I'll take that. Nice. Grunge is acceptable. Go on and give us another one before we move on. Right. Okay. So, um, da, 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 I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you an interesting one. Um, I need to cover a bit of punk to a certain extent, but also maybe a bit of a, a rock and roll, old school that I like. Um, so, we're going to go with Scream Dracula Scream by Rocket from the Crypt. Nice. It's nice. a fucking great album. And that's, yeah. a good, that's a good time album. That's a party album, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, if anyone has bought some beers or we found some beers, then there you go. There's, there's your night. Night sorted. Like it. I'll <clears> take, <throat> yeah, I'll, I'll take that on. Yeah, I, yeah 100%. You, you've, got, yeah. you've got to have something to keep your spirits up. Yeah. Interjecting, I just, just looked it up. That Best of the Beast on vinyl is 350 quid. There you go. <laughs> Do we have a whip round? Fuck <laughs> me. That's nuts. For a best of as well. That's crazy. You could just go for these. You could probably pick up most of the back catalogue for that kind of money, isn't it? 
there or thereabouts. Yeah. You know, yeah. the HMV sale here and there. And, and you know, if you wrote, well, I've, I've, I've just, I've just had an idea. The come along and say that, and then you freeze. Then he's the best idea in the world. It, it's like fucking Baldrick. No, let's, let's, um, oh, there you go. He's back. What? No, I said like, Dave could have like a very, very small section in the shop. Uh, with like you know everything we talk about on the podcast goes in the in the abyss metal podcast recommended section. Oh, steady on. We're not that important. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. This ain't bangers and mosh, mate. One step at a time. <laughs> we haven't got um, through the list yet because someone might have a sneaky Daphne and Celeste kicking around that's not oh, going to go down well. Yeah, I wouldn't be. No, I, I've I've got a bit of punk in mind, but. <laughs> Fuck oh. <me. laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe if I uh, if I pay him enough, he might do it. But yeah, awesome. one step at a time. All right, then. So the uh, the the bearded wonder vinyl thing down there in the corner. Then let's have a couple from you. Um, yeah. So I I so I took a I took a sl- a slightly different um, turn on this because I thought I would drive myself absolutely nuts trying to come up with like a definitive favorites list. So I thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to treat it as if each album on, that that's with me is um uh, represents a person i'd want to be stuck on that island with so really? first off is probably a very like obvious choice um so i'll get that one out of the way first but this 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 album represents like your best mate so this is my best mate the one that's been with me um through thick and thin you know the the old reliable faithful um you know bit rugged flawed um but absolutely love them to death and so the album i chose that represents that is the first black sabbath album black sabbath black sabbath um for me it's just um you know i could listen to that album over and over again i could spend time with it and never get bored um you know it's all the cliches are true it just is the sound of, particularly the title track. It is just the sound of heavy metal. It's got it all for me. It's it's heavy, slow. It's got fast bits. It's got the scary kind of occult imagery um, attached to it as well. So that's my first choice. Um, like I said, bit of an obvious one, really. But um, how dare you come on a metal podcast and say you want Black Sabbath on your island? How fucking dare you? Well, you know, it's 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 come on. <laughs> um, and then so and then moving on, I thought, right, who else would I want on the island with me? So I thought I'd I'd want the uh the kind of the optimist, the happy guy, the one that's never gonna let you have a bad time. So, you know, if if people are feeling a bit despondent and uh, the mood is sinking, like this is the guy that comes and goes, Nope, we're having none of that, brings out the tray of shots, opens a beer, make sure you know you're up again and you're dancing. So the record I chose was Helmet Meantime. Nice. <laughs> and like specifically, um, unsung, really. That is a track that I um, I cannot be in a bad mood and listen to that track. Whatever's going on, whatever I'm feeling, you put unsung by helmet on, and it's an instant lift for me. So I'm bringing that uh, for that reason. You know, no, I, I'm with one of my one of my favourite shows that I've ever been to, and it's a bit of an unsung. Uh, bit of a pun but an unsung hero um <laughs> was helmet doing meantime in full in bristol fun enough in the the fleece yes yeah, wow. isn't it yeah in there and fuck me about 2005 something like that 
And um, yeah, quite an understated gig, really. I don't think it was even sold out. It wasn't full. But it wow. was just just here and now. And they played it backwards, last song to first song. And yeah, it, it was great. It's the only time I've ever seen Helmet. And it's such a fucking great gig, that. Oh, yeah. They were the first band I ever went to see on my own. I just thought, fuck it, I'm not going to miss it. Like, you know, for years, been going to bands, you know, it's always been a social thing, go out to gigs. And that was the first one. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, no one was around or no one was up for it. Or whatever. And I was like, I am not missing it. First gig I ever went to on my own. Astoria 2. Ah, oh, the LA 2. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, don't, don't get us reminiscing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that venue so much. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it was iconic. When I mean, all right, the LA two was that stupid fucking step that was in the middle oh, of the, yeah, the floor kind of thing, which was, which was a bit of a headache. But those, yeah. the two venues, just legendary. It's such a shame we haven't got them anymore. Yeah. Can they? Can can the Astoria be our luxury item? That's not a bad <laughs> shout. That's not oh, a bad that, shout. Is is that not put? Is that pushing it too far? Build it in the forest. It'd be even better. It's like a replica out of yeah. Yeah, somewhere to protect Sort you down trees and coconuts. There you go. Fucking yeah, I'll come. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. And you, but you've got to have the fellow that used to stand outside on the box spouting religious nonsense. Oh, filthy Phil. Phil. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stole a, a poster from the Astoria, um, a massive advertising poster for Morbid Angel. Nice, nice. Uh, Full size one. It's it's over there actually behind me. But, oh, you've um, got it. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, it's when. Um, it's when Morbid Angel came over to play Blessed Are the Sick. And um, it was, I think it was one of Cathedral's first gigs. Um, Amazing. Stayed us as well. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, it got to the end of the night. It was the end of the tour. And I said to my mate, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm having that. I'm having that. So he was stood there and I had, I can't remember what it was. But I, I was prizing the bottom of this this poster thing open. And then we've like scrambled it down on you know, and then did a runner out the front. It was fantastic. Yeah, see, yeah. You, you've got a piece, you've got a piece of a story history in your shop. So that's brilliant. Yeah, I I love the fact you still got it. Yeah, it's, I actually, carried it carried it around for thirty years. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I actually, funnily enough, it, just listening to that story, it's dawned on me. I've got a framed um, painting of this story in my living room as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, what other venue are you gonna is gonna carry that kind of memory? Maybe Brixton Academy, perhaps, but yeah, the story is special. We still some great shows there as well. I mean, I only moved to London in '99, but even in that period, I was there. Saw some great shows there. So yeah, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Yeah. But there you go. Who wants to give me a luxury item? I'll give you one. Go on then. Hello. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Sensible. Just a pillow. I cannot sleep if I don't have a pillow. I'm at that age now where I go to festivals and, um, yeah, unless I've just got that little bit of comfort, I fucking hate it. So, yeah, just a good pillow. And you can lay down on a bit of sand or in the little foresty bit, which I presume that we've got. And um, Of course, yeah. Lay down some, you know, some some uh, branches and as long as you've got your pillow, you're good. Talking of festivals, how was Hellfest? Hellfest was absolutely incredibly hot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see that from some of the videos. Yeah, um, it always is, but no, it, it, yeah, it was brilliant. 
brilliant. Maiden were fantastic, and um, yeah, it, it, it was just a yeah four days of awesomeness as always. Yeah, I'm mm. I'm not jealous in the slightest, but you know. I don't I mean I I mean a luxury item if, if if we've got no limits on what the luxury item could be, I would just say a low yield tactical nuclear weapon. If things get <laughs> things, if things get bad enough, you just take out the entire island and yourself. Like fuck this. I mean, you maybe know? a maybe a speedboat would have been a bit more useful if uh, if anything goes. No, but that's cheating. This, what the fuck do you think this is? Bullseye? That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, take it back, boys. Take it back. They shit out. Mate, okay. what? There's no more luxury than Bully's special prize. <laughs> Speedboat. They live in fucking Tamworth. <laughs> if that was a money laundering win, surely that that program. Yeah, of course it fucking was. Here you go. <laughs> it, it, it's forty-two quid, and here's a mini metro. It, yeah, something. Yeah, it wasn't quite yeah. right. But, yeah. That when I was thinking. <laughs> when I was thinking luxury items, though, I thought to myself, mm, flashlight. But then I think. Now, nah, lube has got to be a second sort of luxury item, and it so that 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 can't happen. Well, about this, right? You just the luck again because we have we've we've not really you know adequately laid out what this this luxury item could be. I would say an entire construction company turn the island into like your evil villain layer, <laughs> and like you know really like dominate that world part of the world. Yeah, but what would you what would you actually build though? Because you know, a layer, you know, a pro- like in the side because the island's going to have a volcano. Well, I mean, your construction oh, company can build the Astoria. We we've got that in place. So, you know, what well, where else do we go from there? Build, build the world's finest recording studio so the bands come and play on the record their new albums on the album on the island. So then you don't need to take albums because you'll just go and like watch them record. All right now, you're all right, now, now, now you're splitting. Let's move on. We're stretching, we're stretching it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, you got anything in your list that's sort of like would, would be considered a little bit sort of out of left field, or is it all <clears throat> straight up? Uh, discharge, maybe. Mm, that would make you angry, though. That... It's, it's not massively left field, but yeah, hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing. Yeah. Um, probably the punk album that is more metal than most metal bands. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 one of those albums again. It's just the perfect album, start to finish. It's as heavy as fucking yeah. any. Yeah, amen, amen to that. I, um, I, I, I remember reading a story in Kerrang years ago, written by the journalist Murat. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was talking about an old friend who. It wasn't that album. I think it was the EP. Hear nothing, see nothing. No, it's not. Sorry, why? I think it's called why. Mm, yeah, he was they... How he 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 glued the cassette into his uh, tape machine, so he never could listen to anything else again except that EP. That's how fanatical people were about that band. It's it's absolutely fantastic, fantastic as far as I'm concerned. Best punk album ever made. No no arguments. And. Um... Yeah, it, it deserves a place in in the the halls of metal more than probably most metal bands, like I say. So, well, they're um they're they're one of those punk bands that it's all right for metalheads to listen to, aren't they? It's, it's that kind of that kind of thing. And we missed them at Bloodstock last year, didn't we? Been we Some, did, yeah. Um, I can't remember who they clashed with. Yeah, probably beer. Um, <laughs> not not at that time of day. Not last no, year. No, that's true. No um, we we did miss them, but I actually saw them at Desert Fest 
um so since then i have i have seen them and they they are still absolutely cracking live um seen them a couple of t- couple of times over the years uh, always um always good i don't think i've ever seen them i may have done but i i can't really remember but yeah but that's that's just going to piss you off surely listening to that on a desert island that's just going to it's going to fucking wind you up <laughs> well i mean it would get you in the mood for whoever we're going to sacrifice i suppose or not well, this this is true when we sacrifice an Anthony. Yeah. Also, you're going to need to feel pretty amped up to climb the trees to get those coconuts down. So you might need a bit of a like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you're rubbing wood together. Yeah, to yeah, you need a bit. Yeah, yeah, a bit of aggression and a bit of anger. Let's have another one, Dave. What else have you got? I've got I've got a band who are coming to my shop tomorrow actually to play a set, and that's oh, with, yeah. with Pentecost, which was their third album. Um, yeah, Witch Hazel, Wishbone Ash, New Wave of British Heavy Metal, kind of transported back to the medieval times. Um, just absolutely fantastic band, love them so much. Um, so much melody, just so, just great, great, proper old songs. And, um, yeah, just think they're fucking fantastic, to be honest. You know what? I think if you're lying on a desert island on a beach with your pillow, nice and comfortable. Listening to a band like that, I, I can see that in the sun, you know, yeah. while Padre's construction company build the Astoria in the background. Yeah. I think, yeah, that could work. I've just started listening to that, actually, Pentecost, the third album, this this week. But the fourth one is is just brilliant. It's one of the albums of the year. And, yeah, uh, yeah really starting to get into them. Very, very cool band. I'm not not really paid any attention to them before now, which is odd. I, got, I, got, I only got into them last year. I just started to travel back in time to sort of I was just listening to so much new wave of British heavy metal stuff and and some somebody just pointed me to them and yeah just fell in love with them straight away yeah so. great band so just how they can just have so many hooks it's just over and over again everything's so catchy great great band I, I know Anthony feels the same as well because it's a great album the new one yeah, yeah so it's in the corner there my current listening so well what am I saying I fucking bought the vinyl from you Dave so so <laughs> <laughs> Bean, who's the next uh, the next little friend then? What other personality are you bringing? Uh, okay, let's have a look. So I've got the the quiet one, right? So right. this 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 is the guy that um, like no one really talks about, and um, you know you might not notice them in a room, but um, actually when you when you actually spend some time with them, it's like fuck me, they're amazing. Like why why haven't I spent time in your company before? Um, so for that, I put the self-titled corrosion of conformity album oh fucking hell all right okay so the the recent so yes and when um what was it after in the arms of god and pepper left to go and do um so as a three-piece mike dean reed mullin um woody weatherman put out a couple of albums they're both well worth a listen but you know i I, I like them to be fair at at the time like all you'd see online was like, bring back Pepper. Where's Pepper? Yeah. When's Pepper coming back? Now I got nothing against Pepper Keenan. Love him as a musician. And he's brought so much to that band, but those albums and, and that one in particular, the first one they put out, um, I adore it. I, I, it's just full of cracking riffs, great energy. It's, it, it sits between like the really early COC stuff when they were, you know, hardcore punk band and the, and the more kind of Sabbathy Southern groove, uh, groove that they that they do, but it's great. 
it's just great. And it's one of those albums that I just kind of want to shake people and go, just fucking listen to it. It's fantastic. Um, so that's that's my that's the quiet one. I saw them on that tour actually for that album. Yes, yeah, I did too. Yeah, so the Underworld. It um, was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was at that show. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, but I, I totally, I totally agree with you. It kind of it it keeps that sort of desert stoner vibe to a degree, but it just scales it back a bit and brings in the hardcore a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw. I, I think I saw them at Bloodstock actually, around about when that, maybe when that, maybe been a little bit later than that. But yeah, I've seen them twice: once as a four piece, once as a three piece. So that would have been that. And yeah, look, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm more of a fan of the of the Keenan era, the Southern stuff. But yeah, I, I'm with you. The self titled is is a banger of now. It's not an album I listen to very often, but you know what? Over the weekend, I'm going to go back and and give that another blast. It's been a oh, long time. There's some tracks on there. There's like um The Doom is a great track. Um Money Changers is a great track. I mean, it's some top tier, like some of my favorite corrosion of conformity songs are on on that album. So, you know, by all means go back, listen to it, love it. All right, fair play, fair play. Guess another one then. Who else is coming? Uh right. So then I thought, okay, so you want that guy. So right, stuck on a desert island, things are gonna get fucking miserable. You're going to have those moments where you're just feeling shit and pretty low. Um, so I thought, who's the guy that's going to come and kind of sit with that and just kind of be okay and sit with you while you're at your lowest ebb, um, you know, feeling really despondent and, you know, there's no hope for the future. Um, so you kind of want someone that, you know, understands and will put an arm around you and, you know, maybe just be with you in that moment. Um, so the album I chose for this and, it is a bit of a Marmite album, but I love it. And it's Mirror Reaper by Bell Witch. Well, um, you're going to have plenty of time to listen to it. So Yeah, I was, getting that, I was going to make exactly <laughs> that comment. It's like, for the you know, yeah, you know, you, you, you've got the time to listen to it. I mean, yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know it, it's, it's one track and it's 80 minutes long. Um, but I, I think <clears throat> it's a melancholy masterpiece. Um, I haven't listened to it, to be fair. I've seen a lot of people raving about it, but I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Sorry, how can you have one track at 80 minutes? You haven't got a vinyl side long enough. Oh, I've got yeah, I've got a vinyl copy and it's and it kind of fades out and then it fades back in again when you turn the uh ah. turn, turn the vinyl over. Um but if you I mean arguably Yeah, you could, I, was, I was waiting for yeah, pop up. There you go. It, it's best listened to, you know, maybe streaming because you get the whole headphones on. It is it is an album you need to dig into, like you need to give it the time. It came along for me at a crucial time. Um, so without meaning to get um, too serious for a moment, but my brother had just died. So I was I was going through a bereavement and the song is actually about the death of their drummer. So it's written as a kind of a tribute and a, and a, and a tone poem to bereavement. And it just came along at the right time in my life and it just put its arm around me and... Um, and just I I just felt attached to it. Um, and it's you know, it's a beautiful piece of music. It's light and shade, it's fucking heavy, it's a big piece of doom. Um, but it's it's got so many different moods and flavors as you move through, but they're all kind of bound together by this overwhelming sense of melancholy and sadness. So it's coming on the island uh, for the dark times. 
Yeah, but without the dark times, it's harder to appreciate the good times, isn't it? So it's it's that whole, like you said, dark and light. You know, it's sorry because we've got Anthony with Rocket from the Crypt as well. So coming out of the darkness, he got into that. So that's yeah. fine by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. That'll work. No, I'm gonna have to have a listen to that because I see so many people raving about it. Um, and yeah, Dave, I've seen you posted about it a couple of times. So it's, I'll give it. I'll, when I can spare an hour and a half to sit down and listen to something in one hit, I'll give it a go. It's an album that, <clears throat> it's an album you can't just listen to. It's an album you really got to concentrate and, and absorb. Yeah. Um, and and completely take in and get involved with, I feel. All right. I, I, might, I might give that a go over the weekend. I'll sit cross-legged in the middle of my dining room. and That's the one. Yeah. 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 Just listen to it through the speakers. So, yeah. Give that a go. All right. Voice of Reason. Let's, uh, let's have a bit more from you then. Oh, I'll get I'll get the sort of you know non metally ones out. Get those done. Is it was are they all coming? If anyone's going to bring that, it's going to be you, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know me. First one's an obvious choice. Violator by Depeche Mode. Of course. My favorite album from my favorite band. It's one of the it's one of the great alternative albums across the board. Obviously, it's loved by people who are into all sorts of contemporary music, not just. Pop or rock, or metal or dance, just the whole lot. It's it's one of the classics. It sounds still sounds as fresh today as it did thirty three years ago. Uh, it covers various moods for me. Um, just just a great great album. Full stop. Yeah, fair so play. We, we we all need a bit of a you know while the construction work is going on on the Astoria and and whatnot, we all need a bit of a dance about. So yeah. <laughs> that, the whole yeah. idea of a construction site just reminds me of you know those hear those stories of people that turn up to their idyllic summer holidays on a beach and the <laughs> yeah, hotel is yeah. just like a building site of scaffolding and machines just kind of grinding away timeshares in the 80s being built yeah 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 but um yeah the other album yeah this will this this is where i've got to take a record player to a to, to the corner of the island by myself but this is this is my favorite album from my childhood um it's a pop album but I think it's probably relevant and fits with a lot of what I like. And that's Scoundrel Days by Our Heart. So, you know... That's a, that, that's, that's a bit sort of coming into left field. Yeah. I mean, like, like I say, when I was a kid, I had a teenage sister, a typical 80s teenage girl. So she was into like Madonna, Duran Duran, Wham, Culture Club, all of that stuff. Our Heart came next and they were brief, but that was the band, I think, that I latched onto because I was six, maybe seven by that point. So it's starting to you know, just pay a bit more attention. But that, it's a very melancholy album. I know, I know we all think of it as the pop and the, the perfect pop song with Take On Me off the first album. But that second album, there's a lot of atmosphere. There's plenty of guitar, lots of mood and all that. You know, it's not, it's not like a this sort of pristine, upbeat pop album. And you've got a song on it, which is at times fucking metal in Manhattan Skyline, um, a track that Isham covered yeah. at one point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's this, it's this wistful, sort of almost easy listening verse that your nan would like. And then it just lodges into this dark sort of metal chorus and bridge with this frozen guitar solo. And it's, it's up there with Stay by Shakespeare's sister as, as one of his like, most contrasted pop songs you'll hear in the charts um it's a unique piece of work and 
it just shows, I think, for me, their range. Um, but I think, you know, for me, that's still one of my favourite albums and it's not one I can live without. Just as you quickly mentioned Shakespeare's sister there, what do we all think of the ghost cover of Stay? Oh, yeah. Approved. I haven't heard it yet. Have you not? No, is it? So it's the Shakespeare sister. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. think of that song without thinking of the French and Saunders cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, to me, that's the definitive version. <laughs> it's Route One, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is Route One, but they've got the whole dual vocals thing going on. And look, have a listen. It's, it's, it was dropped as like a surprise single, but it's good. I, I really yeah. like it. I think it's really cool. It's, uh... It works well. The, the verse is being sung by Patrick Wilson because it's yeah. actually from the latest Insidious film. I've seen none of them, so I can't really comment. I had I had seen that that had that had come out. I I hadn't twigged it was a new a new thing. Yeah, it's not so. It's not included on the um, the covers album they've just put no, out. No, it's not. No, no, no. They could have done an entire album of covers rather than just an EP. I think it's, it's oh. there's a few other. I would imagine there's there. probably tons oh, in the vault. They they there will be at some point. Yeah. Nah, but um, but no, it's, it's it's a good cover. Check it out. It's it's quite good fun. The way um, the way uh, his vocals come in as as the the secondary character in the song is is quite cool. It needs a video though. I think it it needs it needs some visuals to back it up. I think it would be really effective. But look, you know, um, look, you know, look, we we we're doing all right for time here. I'm going to drop a couple in because I did do a list. Um, but I did mine. A bit in the way that that you know Bean's got all his friends. I did a different album for different kind of scenarios and occasions and whatnot. So I've got Best of the Beast as well in there because you you need to have that. But I thought you know there could be a possibility that I could have to go into battle on this island. So I thought I need an album that's going to back that. I need an album to go into battle with. So um, I thought we do we go with Man of War. It's a bit obvious, but I I chose um, Iron by Enzofirum. Okay. Oh, which is which is a, is is a a banger of an album, but it has got that proper fucking battle metal feel to it. And I think if I had to go into war, chucking spears at people, that's the soundtrack I need. <laughs> um, I needed a mosh album. You know, when you you're sort of lonely, you're on the beach, and you just want to go and swing your arms around like a tit. Um, the Portuguese hardcore band called Devil in Me. Uh, and about five years ago, released an album called Soul Rebel, which is one of the best hardcore albums. It's just so upbeat. It's got that kind of sick of it all vibe, but it's just so upbeat. And I think 25 minutes, chucking myself around on a beach, what more could I want? You know, what's, what's the album? What was that called again? Soul Rebel by Devil in Me. Yeah, see, that sounds great. I've not. That's not an album I've heard of. Uh, yeah, check out. Look, I um I went into All Ages Records in Camden a few weeks back and got the the follow up to that for six ninety nine. So, cheers, All Ages Records. <laughs> um, Best yeah. record shop in the UK. It, it it was it was wicked. I took my daughter in there. He had his two dogs in there and everything as well. Proper proper cool shot. I could have spent a fucking fortune in there. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a great great shop. It's well, it's been there about twenty years now, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Very, very cool. But yeah, that was that was a bargain I couldn't resist. Um, and look, I'll I'll drop another one in there. A headbang like there's no one around album, because there is no one around. So um, and I went with Warlock, Triumph and Agony. 
Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It, it does what it says on the tin. That'll do the job. You know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So but I'll 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 leave my list there. I'll come back to a few others later if we've uh, if we've got time. Um Dave, a metal shirt. What's it gonna be? Yeah. <clears throat> You're gonna have to live uh, in this mind, it's gonna rot around you, but that's fine. I um I had this shirt years ago. There's photos of me at like 18, 19 years old wearing this shirt. Where it went, I do not know. I really wish that I had it back. Um, I can't find a proper reproduction of it absolutely anywhere. There's a long sleeve with sleeve prints, because sleeve prints are the best, entombed left-hand path. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Back print is them in front of the cross. Um, obviously, you've got the uh, the album cover on the front, and then you've got the entombed logo just repeated all down one sleeve. I fucking loved it. Absolutely loved it. I, so, I love just listening it, to describing. That's, that's the one <laughs> shirt where I get pissed and I go on eBay and I'm like, right, I'm having it. If I can find it, I'm having it. And am I, never I, am I pissed enough? It's like, do I spend 50 quid, 100 quid, 150 quid? So, yeah, that, that one. Love it. it it's, it's weird, isn't it? Fans of any other kind of music would never understand that, how you can be so attached to a T-shirt. I'm attached to a back patch. I'm trying to find a back patch. <laughs> <laughs> I, find... should, I should hope it's attached. Uh, mate, honestly, it's like um, my, my, my first denim jacket... Um, had um slayer back patch and it was the rain in pain one. Oh yeah so it was the, the tombstone it was yeah. rain in pain and um i cannot find it for love no money anywhere i messaged somebody in germany who had one and um it was on t uh t-shirt slayer website mm, yeah know it yeah yeah um so I, no i i put a post on on a on a patch group on facebook going look if anyone can find this um, and he messaged me, went, oh, that's my picture. I've got it. Um, maybe we could work something out. And I, I offered him, I think, 180 quid for a back patch. And he Fuck said, here now. <laughs> was you pissed still... at the time? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was actually pretty sober. I want it that badly. And um, I mean, but... I'm impressed. I'm impressed. 180 yeah. quid. Sober. And, and, you know, I'm... so I said to him, like, how much do you well what is your price and he, he never came back to me so what the fuck he's expecting for it? god god alone only knows 180 quid for a back patch nice ridiculous enough yeah but i i once sold a um uh an iron maiden clairvoyant t-shirt for about 140 quid doesn't doesn't surprise me so Man. you know it's um yeah, people, metal fans, we're, we're idiots. We'll, you know, if we've got enough in us, enough beer in us, we'll pay fucking stupid money for stupid shit. Yeah. So, uh, all right, so I they said, let's have your last couple of albums then. You may as well while you're uh, on the go. Last couple of albums, got? okay. Everyone's chucked in a bit of Iron Maiden. Um, I'm going to chuck mine in, and that is Killers, album number two from them. Um, just, I think, they're just defining moment. I love the Paul Diano era more than any other. Um, and yeah, I just think it's a, a great album. 
starts with the Ides of March, which is just beautiful, and yeah. then it ends with Drifter, which is just one of those all-encompassing. Um, it, it just screams heavy metal, basically. Um, so yeah, Killers Iron Maiden. Um, my favorite death metal album of all time, Altars of Madness by Morbid Angel. Mm. Um, you, you can basically, for me, you can put Altars of Madness and Blessed as Sick in in the, in the same boat. Really hard for me to to make a distinction between the two. I think they're just two absolutely perfect albums. But Altars kind of takes it. It's just those guitar melodies and 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 the riffs on 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 some of the songs just yeah just blows me away um it surprises me actually generally how little people talk about blessed of the sick like alters gets a lot of um focus but i think like blessed was my stepping on point with morbid angel and i i love it for that reason but i just think it doesn't get talked about you know it's a great album yeah yeah it, it's it's I, I again it's i think it's um alters is is kind of a band finding finding their feet to a degree, although it's you know it's so accomplished and it, and it's 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 so um, masterful. But by the time they get to Blessed, it's you know th- these guys are untouchable at that point, absolutely yeah. untouchable. Um, just the musicianship on it and and the writing and um, I read a thing years ago with Trey um, Azagthoff actually, and he said that. With Blessed, most of the inspiration for it came from Mozart. He was a massive, has always been a massive fan of Mozart. And he said, um, you know, we, we've literally lifted some Mozart riffs, you know. because oh, That's amazing. If, if you imagine something played on a, a clarinet or a, or a violin or something and translate it to electric guitar, it's... You know, it's it's going to sound absolutely incredible. And Mozart had those those you know kind of darker moments in there as well. Um, so yeah, and I, I think that's what really gives Blessed its um, it, it's uh, it, its appeal really is. And there's, there's a lot of those sort of classical interludes as well. There's a classic classical guitar in there and yeah, and like that. But um, but Alters, yeah, it, it just stands far and above for me visions from the dark side maze of torment which i remember at the time was probably the fastest sort of drumming that anyone had ever heard um chapel of ghouls yeah it's it's just a perfect perfect death metal album for me i think i i need to go on to morbid angel don't i i'm, I'm going through this um this 100 death metal albums at the minute because i'm not the biggest fan of death metal i'm really fussy about it and I see it. There's a lot of love for death metal at the minute. It's on a bit of a bit of a wave, isn't it? You know, especially yeah, in the UK. Yeah, definitely. There's some great stuff. So I'm doing it, you know, bit on social media that I'm, I'm going through a hundred death metal albums over the last kind of 30 plus years to sort of try and get an idea of what the appeal is. And Morbid Angel are one of those bands that I've never really got into. I've kind of tried, but I've, I've never been able to penetrate them. So, they they'll come up on the journey at some point i'm only 11 12 albums in at the moment so there's a long way to go but yeah there's so much love for them and i, I can't quite get my head around it so I need they to are like to, to my ears they they are a really kind of idiosyncratic sounding band like 
like Trey's guitar style I've described in the past. He's to me, to, to me, he sounds like he's almost playing guitar backwards. He's got this really strange lilt to the way he plays, which is, which is unlike anyone else I've ever heard. It's completely unique, completely, you know, his own, but it does kind of, it, it sort of bends the ear a little bit. So it, it's not like, uh, immediately you know the, the the hook isn't maybe immediately there or it's not not easy to kind of pick up on that maybe for that reason i've always found that a strange thing about them you know kind of what makes them unique this kind of weird almost like backward masking style guitar playing going on yeah i mean i i, I as part of my my journey the other way around i listened to autism madness and that was my first introduction and i it, it certainly didn't click on that on that one listen so far and it's I probably didn't expect it to, but I'm not sure they're going to click. And I'm trying to think, I kind of want to like them, but I don't know. Um, is there is there a different album I need to focus on? Or should I should I maybe listen to like select tracks bit by bit rather than an album? I've always seen them, certainly those first two albums as sort of complete pieces of work. It's, in, it's interesting, like the the thought about, you know, almost like they're playing backwards. And and you can really hear that on the first song on um, Blessed of the Sick, Fall From Grace. Yeah. E- e- even the drum pattern sounds backwards. And it's 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 an odd thing to to very first listen to. But once once you know once you've properly absorbed it, it's it's beautiful. I don't think I've ever heard anybody call Morbid Angel beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, I, I I'll give them an educated listen rather than just kind of writing it off, which I have done previously. I'll, I'll actually have to give them a proper sit down and listen and, and try and appreciate them for what they are because they're a legendary band. I get that, but I've yeah, it's, it's just never clicked for some reason. But my my feelings towards death metal have always been quite mixed. So maybe going through all this, all these albums, a hundred albums of death metal, it. it, it it was something may click. I, I don't know. We'll see. So far, I've listened to some fucking great stuff, though. I must admit. What, what, have, you, what, what have you heard? What what's sticks so out? I um I, I sort of the idea was that I sort of start from from the current time and and sort of work backwards, but sort of dotting in and out from there. So uh, I'm only twelve albums in so far. I started off with Ulcerate, Stare into Death and Be Still, which was brilliant. Loved that. Bit more sort of black and death, I suppose, which that's going to appeal to me anyway. Um, Ulthar, yeah. the uh, that that kind of double album thing they did, um, Anthronomicon and Helionomicon, that I really enjoyed as well. Undeath are a band I just can't get into. There's there's an awful lot of love for them, but I, I don't really get it. Um, then a couple in the middle of Bank or Plague, which was really good. The album was Portraits of Mind, Ascended Dead, that was decent. The only blot I've had so far is a band called Benighted. Mm-hmm. The album is called Obscene Repressed, Bored Me Shitless, which is, that's kind of like where I sit with a lot of that meat and potatoes, death metal stuff that if, if there's no hooks, it'll do nothing for me. Grotesqueries, have you have you heard this vile, is it vile crematory? Came out a couple of weeks ago. It's fucking brilliant. I've never heard a death metal album that's got so much going on. Um, great artwork, great album, full of fucking riffs, really catchy, grotesqueries with a Q. Q. Check them out. Um, Sentinex, Death in Pieces, fucking love that. 
absolutely love that. Death Metal shouldn't be that catchy. Uh, Fulci, I've discussed that before. Death Collector, their debut album, that's brilliant. Absolutely love that coming out of the, the ashes of Bolt Thrower. And then the most recent one is Frozen Soul, Crypt of Ice, because I love the new one, but this one I, I couldn't get on with, and I still can't, to be fair. It hasn't really done it for me, but the new one is, that's 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 brilliant. I love that. They've 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 made a big step forward, I think, in terms of sound. The hooks are there, the production's there. It's it's a really great album, and I'm looking forward to seeing them. Sure. So yeah, that's as far as I've got so far. My my list, I'm 51 albums on the list at the minute, going back through the years. So yeah, I'll um I I, I will keep up to date with this as we go along. But it's it's been fun so far. I've been pleasantly surprised. I think when you get back to 90 to 90. Three or four, you're going to have a blast. Mm. Yeah, I've already got a few bits in there in the 40s that are that kind of uh, that sort of era. So, yeah, but like, I'm thinking about some of the early Gorguts. Yeah. I've got Gorguts in there. Yeah, yeah. Gorguts are in there. Um, where, where are you ending? What's what's that? What's the I haven't, got, I haven't got an end point at the moment. Yeah. I really haven't. We'll just kind of see how it goes. I just. But I'm I'm educating myself. It's giving me a new appreciation for what death metal is. So that's you know, it's it's all good. As long as I've got hooks and and that, then then I'm 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 interested. Same. And I'm surprised how much of what I've been listening to so far is really hooky. You know, so yeah. same with that. I I being around during that time, I really switched off death metal when it became too technical and too jazzy. Yeah. Too um, jazzy. Too jazzy, and uh, like when, um, yeah, when when death started to become a bit, a bit more experimental and um, atheist and pestilence, when when all that stuff was starting to just go out there a little bit, I just kind of switched off from that. I'm a simple man. I just want some riffs. <laughs> just want some riffs. Mm. So the 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 later death stuff, then like human symbolic, is you're not so keen on that. No, I mean i i saw I saw death when they did human, um, which everyone's very impressed about. But I, I barely barely saw them because I spent most of my time in the bar, um, because it just wasn't my thing. The first three death albums, in particular, leprosy and spiritual healing, were just absolutely you know grade A death metal albums. But by the time human came along, I don't know, it just started to sound a bit thin and watery yeah. and and just a bit. Up its own ass, to be honest. <laughs> it's, that's like sacrilege, isn't it? Saying something against death it doesn't matter what. Uh, well, yeah, people, yeah, people get upset about. Um, but I mean, I mean, that's that, that's just my story with death, to be honest. But you know, I, I much preferred that whole kind of bolt thrower. Mm. You know, get a riff, fucking sit on it, and um, you know, and work it until it dies again. I, yeah. like, for me, for me, it's symbolic death. That's that's my favorite death album. It always will be. It's just absolutely love it, which is unusual for me because I'm not normally into anything that's slightly more progressive. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's quality shit. But, um, but enough of that. Enough of my faffing around. Um, what have we got left? Bean, what have you got? Um, I've got a few left. Okay, hang on. I'll, I'll try Go and rattle through some. Okay, so. Um... <clears throat> Going back to my my crew on the island, I've got the one you'll never get bored of. So that that guy that's um, you know always got something to inter in, interesting to say. He's always there when the good times are happening. He's always you know you can he's layered. Yeah, you, know, you can you, 
you never get bored of his company. You always find that when you're chatting to him, um, there's 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 something there, and there's like a, maybe a new thing. You're like, oh right, okay, I didn't know that about you. Anyway, so the album I chose um, is an album that I absolutely love, and it is uh, I think it came out came out around '94. Um, and it's a Zach Wilde project called Pride and Glory. <laughs> and I know I've mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, it's an album that I can listen to time and time again. Um, it's got it all. You know, it's it's as heavy as, as, as Sabbath, but it pulls in all these other influences. And for me, it's it's Zach Wilde at the top of his game. Like, I... I don't get on with Black Label Society. I can't. I can't get into them. I've, I've tried to listen, but it just, it just leaves me cold. But this came just prior to that, before he sort of made. He sort of. Like, I always. Think, I. I feel bad saying it, but I always feel like Zach kind of went into a bit of a heavy metal midlife crisis, and just everything just got very kind of chunky and and over the top. But on Pride and Glory, which is an awful name, by the way, an awful name for an excellent band everything works and he's got this amazing soulful voice you know it's a shame because sort of later on he sort of morphed into this odd like almost aussie impression that he kind of yeah, settled yeah. on but on the on that album and some of his solo work as well he's just got this beautiful lovely soulful voice and great songs great songwriting yeah it's as heavy as balls but it's as um you know it's as it's kind of a slow and sensitive there's piano ballads on there there's riffs on there absolutely everything so um that would definitely be coming with me um what else have i got i've got the elusive guy that everyone likes so you don't see them often but when they turn up everyone's like oh, oh fucking hell you're here and the album i chose for that was um point blank by nail bomb oh, oh. nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, it's just everybody loves that record yeah. nobody talks about it much so you don't really hear about it you know but when someone brings it up it's like oh well you all just did it then it's just like for fuck's sake of course what a great album and for me every time i listen to it it's, it's i mean the songs are great the energy is great but the production I mean, hats off to Alex Newport. That album sounds phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this far down the line, it's still got one of the most brutal guitar tones. There are, there are two two albums, just to deviate for, for a, a moment. Well, so Nail Bombs Point Blank um, is one of the benchmark albums for me in terms of guitar tone. The other one is um, Celtic's Frost's Monotheist. Like between those two, two of the heaviest guitar tones, the thickest guitar tones you're ever going to hear. So point blank, that's coming in. I'll do one more. What else have I got? I've got um, the wise one. Okay. The one that knows what to do, right? The one, yeah. The, the one that you're going to rely on to say the right thing and say, look, guys, you know what we're going to need to do here? It's this. And the band I thought of actually for this one was Obituary. They've been around and they haven't really they haven't really dropped the ball you know they know what they're doing um you go and see them live you'll always get a good show they put out a record it's a good record i you know i love what they do and i respect what they do and i just think they've got it down pat and for that reason i'm going to i'm going to pick um their newest album dying of everything as that's the one that's coming on the island and i would make that testament to the fact that 
they're still putting out great music and because they know what they're doing, what they're delivering now, you know, is as good to my ears as, as the classic stuff, you know, slowly we rot and cause of death and all those records, you know, I'd happily put on their new album and enjoy it just as much. That so, album still is, is well in my top, top list for the year. It's, it's, it's a killer. And, and when you said that just see them live, they just deliver it. First time I saw them live was this year and yeah, they, they fucking did. And we're going to see them again in Colchester, aren't we? And they, they are, Absolutely. Yeah, just machines live. They just fucking lay it down. Completely. Now, the thing about obituary live is I couldn't tell you what it is they do that's that's so great, but there's just an energy and a vibe that comes off yeah. that stage that um, other bands don't necessarily have. You know, you see it from time to time, but every time, 100% obituary, bang. Just just cool. Dave mm. nodding. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that was the first album that caught me this year. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just great to think that they're still pulling it out of the bag after this long. And again, it's it's hooks as well. That album is so fucking catchy. Some of them. Oh, the first the first single riffs. they put out, that opening riff was yeah. just fucking insane. It's beautiful. Yeah. Still doing it after what thirty odd years? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, listen to that. Listen to that single again, and think of "Cold Sweat" by Thin Lizzy. Yeah, right. I remember you saying about that. Yeah, okay. it's separated at birth. It's great. <laughs> it's the blues, mate. It's the blues, isn't it? It's all in there. It's all in yeah. there. Um, I think that's. Me. I've got one more. Shall I just do my last one? Yes, have your last one then. Yeah. So the one more is the the love of my life. So this is this is who I want to be walking down the beach hand in hand with. With the with the waves lapping gently at the uh, at the shoreline there and the sun setting behind us, um, and I just went for Blizzard of Oz by Ozzy Osbourne. Nice. Um, you know, for me, I've got so many happy memories attached to that album. Um, it's it's the one I you know it's the one I keep thinking about. Put it that way. So for me, that's kind of where it. I guess where the obsession began, you know, I was into that album before I was into Black Sabbath, for example, like I got into that and through that, I saw the live and loud set, which in, like on VHS, which included the encore with where Tony, Bill and Geezer come on the stage and they perform Black Sabbath. Yeah. First time I heard that, that song, Black Sabbath was kind of via Ozzy Osbourne um, and his solo work, but I just adore it. I just, it's got so many great tracks. Um, what can I say? You know, crazy train, Mr. Crowley, yeah. suicide solution. Yeah. Like I just adore that album. It has got a special place in my heart. So that's my, that's the love of my life. Well, while you'll keep going, then wash your, uh, wash, wash your metal shirt. And have we done your luxury item? I can't remember. No, my, my t-shirt. So there's one band I haven't mentioned in any of this that I absolutely adore. So I thought I'll just, I'll just, I'll just include it on the t-shirt and that's motorhead. So I'll have the classic Motorhead, um, you know, Warpig, um, which actually, now think about it, will be handy because if anyone finds me, they know where to deliver me because I'll just have the Motorhead England logo. <laughs> so get picked up. They can just ship me back. You know, the address is on the T-shirt. That's fine. But I'd be happy with that all day long. Classic Motorhead T-shirt. Um, Can't go done. wrong. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it. No, so, something's just occurred to me, and I, I've I, I've had to come down heavy on Anthony for this before. Being seriously, put the fucking pen down. <laughs> like it's my luxury no, item. No, no it's my just, luxury just, item. You know, you know my stance. 
I don't want to see pens waving around. Okay, <laughs> put the fucking pen down. Sorry, no, I, 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 it would be remiss of me. I've had to pull Anthony up on this. If I let you go, like, you know, I'm I'm an equal <laughs> opportunities discipliner. Just you know. Oh, yeah, he has actually put the pen down as well, but yeah, but there's a there's a pen anarchy going on right now. There is see. clearly a pen anarchy going on. Yeah, what what is it? Well, if your luxury item's not a biro, then what is it? No, fuck off, it's not gonna be a biro. Um <laughs> coffee. I I want to get my coffee subscription redirected um to the <laughs> island so I can wake up, make a brew, and and uh yeah you know start my day off right so that that for me and that actually this is a good good moment to uh, shout out to um black coffee worship in liverpool so yeah black metal themed coffee delivered from liverpool so oh my man there you go right so here we go um yeah as demonstrated just there beautiful stuff delicious coffee guy knows what he's doing excellent roast um Happy days, but can I bring some to the island, please? Are you going to use um, Padre's Radiohead CD to heat up the water with the reflection from the sun? Yes, yes, yes that's that. what it's for. <laughs> I'd assume so because it's, it's all coming it. together. It's all coming together. All thanks to Tom York and his fucking lazy eye. <laughs> all right, um, Andy, let's have the last of yours then. What, what else you got? And your uh, your luxury item and shirt. Right, okay. Uh, so I've decided to go with Colours by Between the Buried and Me. Nice. Um, there's just lots going on on that album. Lots going on. So you're getting your time's worth, you're getting your money's worth, all, all the emotions. But it's heavy, um, it's melodic, it's epic, it's, it's just everything. It just it just covers a lot of bases, I think. But it's just, yeah, it, it's just a great, heavy... Um, album that's just loaded with so much musical talent you know there's but you, you listen to it there's all all things you know going on and yeah it's a great fucking album so it, it's, it's in it's in my kind of all-time sort of top 15 20 albums it's, it's, it's a great yeah. piece of work stunning it's, yeah it is it's i mean it was it wasn't even it wasn't my number one that year at the time but it probably will be now it's it, it's taken it took took a bit longer to really, really see it, even though I loved it by the end of that year. So yeah, um, it, White White Walls, the final song on that album, is it's just fucking unreal. The solo on the end of it, it it blew me away. It's the only time I saw them live was when they played the album in full, and just oh, incredible, yeah. Yeah. absolutely oh, incredible yeah. in the underworld. Incredible. I think, was that the twenty ten gig? Because I think that's particular. Yeah, twenty ten. Yeah, twenty ten. Yeah. Yes. I think I saw them once before then. I can't seem to find the ticket, but I think that's the one I, I put up. Yeah, that was that was stunning. Absolutely yeah. unreal just, just, One of the best bands I've ever seen live. I just can't can't even describe them. Just how tight they are, how they do that live. It's yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of and that's kind of like that. That fulfills my like super angry, guttural, angry. Brr. Brr. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of thinking, you know, as much as I love conversion, Jane Doe, I don't know, there's something about it, but I thought I don't want to have that on, a, on an island with me. No. Mm. It's, no it feels, you'll throw yourself off a cliff. Yeah, it feel, it feel, feels a lot of criteria for me, but I don't know, just I can't see myself wanting to listen to it on an island. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. Uh, next is a, it's a little bit of a cheat. Uh, we've got this is this is my synth wave. 
And I was thinking, what, what do I do? What do I choose? For, again, what do I get my money's worth out of? And I wanted to choose something by Carpenter Brook. Um, but rather than choose the two albums they've released so far, I thought I'd choose the um, collection of their first three EPs. The trilogy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's again, that's I, I, I rinsed, I rinsed those albums, you know, those EPs and that collection before before they dropped that first proper album. Um, yeah, absolutely stunning stuff. You can see the development as they sort of as he went from, you know early synthwave stuff, you know, with, with a really good, solid 80s, 80s beat feel towards towards that almost cinematic kind of artist that he became. Um, so, yeah, 18 tracks over three EPs. That'll do me. And last, last, not metal, but this this is a, you know, I need I need something a bit indie, a bit less, less angry, something a bit warm, Something that's pleasant, something that's a bit angry, something that's um, covers a few bases, but is it, you know it's just a it's a war warming album that just seeps in it. This and is a Daphne and Celeste moment, isn't it? This is a <laughs> <laughs> lot, lot of good things have been been said about their last album actually. So, but didn't didn't, didn't gel with me. Um, no, it's Bleed American by Jimmy Eat World. Okay, mm-hmm. I love I, that. I, 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 yeah, I do actually like that album. I love that band. It's yeah, it's um, yeah, it's and, and people talk about emo and it's a joke and all that, but you know that that's what it was. That's how it should be done. Um, Didn't they drop the title "Bleed American" though? Because it was briefly, around nine eleven, wasn't it? Briefly, they they released it yeah. in the summer, summer two thousand one. So I bought it pretty much just after it came out, and I think the title track was released just before it was a single. And I think they had to change that to yeah. salt, salt, sugar. salt, sugar. Yeah, that was it. But yeah. also, yeah, and of course, because of that, the album started to do well. And also, when they released the middle as a single, yeah, uh, yeah, because of the the time they they just repressed it as um as a um, self titled. But yeah, I mean, it, it's bleed American. It's still known as that fundamentally. I think you know, obviously, now we've passed the Kraken album. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's and they're a great band, and it's. Yeah, that, that's that. That is what emo should be, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, that's that's for music. Um, luxury item. Luxury item. Well, obviously, unsurprisingly, I need comics to read. So I know it's a bit obvious, but yeah, I need I need comics to read. I've got to choose what what to have, and of course, Marvel and DC do these whacking great big, hot chunky hardcover collections of omnibus format comics, where they take about forty or thereabouts monthly issues and just put them into one one oversized um, edition which you know costs up to about 100 quid um and of course i've got i've got a few in my collection and of course which one do i choose as it is i think i'm going to choose the one i don't have in my collection because i've got it in different formats and that's dc comics sandman the first volume which collects the first 30 35 issues something like that but that's there's a lot of there's there's a few story arcs there, lots of different artists, different stories, different subject matter going on. The first two arcs of that is what was adapted for the TV show, the Netflix TV show last year, which was brilliant. We've waited a very, very long time for that adaptation and they've, they've done as well with it as they could have done. And I think that covers my comic reading. Um, Nerd. Yeah. But having said that, <laughs> if... 
considering there's a serious threat to have his sacrificed, failing that, I'm going to have a uh, a baseball bat with nails in it, like Negan. So I can nice. <laughs> nice. You, you two are fine. I just I don't trust the other one. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't trust the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's clearly coming that, for you. That I'll probably kill him just to get that <laughs> out of the way and say, "You guys are fine. Just leave me alone." You know. <laughs> what's um What's the metal shirt then? I'm, I'm hoping you're going to say it's a yellow Sepultura football shirt, but uh, you're half right. Actually, it's not. No, because the Sepultura shirt doesn't fit me. It never has fit me. It was the '90s. You know what can I say? Um. Is that if it was the nineties? I'm assuming it's massive, which means we could use yeah. it as a sail. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I'd have I'd have no t-shirt to wear. But no, no. It's it's yeah. It's a yellow with green sleeves, Sepultura football top. But uh, no, no, it's not that. Um, I've had obviously I've had loads of t-shirts over the years. Some I've got rid of, some withered and whatnot. Um, I went. I I. I dropped out of buying t-shirts for a bit because I wasn't listening to metal as much and of course I've started again but I think what I pick is the t-shirt that I bought at San Diego Comic-Con back in 2009 my first trip um, which I just happened to spot and thought why not and that's my Municipal Waste Sadistic Magician Mm t-shirt with the uh, zombie-ish wizard melting you know the skateboard kind of design Um, Sadistic Magician on the back it's yellow. I don't think I really want to be wearing black on a desert island if it's hot, to be honest. It's only in heavy metal you could say a sentence that includes the word wizardish, zombieish wizard skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the fact is, is uh, yeah, so that's 14 years I've had that. It's not frayed yet. It's not coming apart. It feels worn. Um, but that's a kind of T-shirt I don't want to get rid of, even... Even if, you know, I want to wear that until it falls apart, just because at this point, you know, I still love that band. Uh, and that T-shirt's obviously got good memories for me. And, I, yeah, so I think that's uh, that's one that's coming with me. And, uh, yeah, on that note, we'll, um, we're all coming down to Bristol in October for Municipal Waste. Properly fucking looking forward to that. Yeah. I, was out, I, was, I was out drinking with them at Hellfest two weeks ago. Ew, ew. Oh, happy days oh. happy days see you you you've got you know oh metal friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we, we we expect schmoozing um schmoozing privileges in bristol then lots of schmoozing i'm hoping to get them in for the day actually so um yeah with any luck they'll be here <clears throat> yes if, um if all because no, be good. Yeah, uh, they, be good they've fun. always made a point of coming through every time they've been here so um yeah, and they're like I say, they're just really, really down to earth, good guys. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to have them hang out here during the day. So, I, I, no, I, I really need to know more because it's obviously you've got the um, crowd surfing mum, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, Dave, Dave Witz, yeah, Dave, yeah, yeah. Dave Witz mum, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that show. It's they were great with Creator earlier on in the year, but you know, own show, Jell are great as well on support acts and. I'm hoping that Undeath will kind of, you know, twist my arm when I've seen them live to so I get what the fuss is all about. No, I'm going to, um, I may as well drop a couple in now since we're at that point. Um, a few other bits and pieces that I wanted to sort of drop in. I wanted something a bit more catchy, a bit modern that I could just kind of bit easy listening. And um, that's Parkway Drive, Darker Still, the most recent, most recent Parkway Drive album, which the more I listen to it now, the more I enjoy it. And I, 
funny enough, I don't, Dave, I don't know if you saw them while you were over there, but I watched their Hellfest set on uh, on YouTube and they've just grown into like a almost a proper just arena metal band or hard rock band almost, if you will. It's they're not mm. everyone's taste. I get that because they are quite, you know, they, they have gone from that kind of metalcore thing to something a lot more accessible, but I think they do what they do really well. And their stuff is so catchy and their live performances are so strong, full production. You know, I, I think just think they're a great, great band and they don't get as much respect as I think they deserve. But that album is so catchy. It's so easy listening that, yeah, I, I'd have to take that. Something happy and bouncy. I think like we've all said, we all need that kind of something a bit more positive. So rancid, out come the walls. That's my my punk moment. Yeah. You know, yeah, we've got best part of 20 songs, so it's you know, there's plenty to go on. Has anyone listened to the new Rancid album? Not yet, I haven't got around to listen to it yet. No, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, it's Rancid, so you know, but it's 30 minutes, it's solid Rancid. I've I've only listened to it once, but I will come back to it. Yeah, I I haven't yet, so I need to get around to that. It's in my music library on Apple Music, but I just haven't. It's too much fucking new music, I can't keep up with it. Yeah. No, it's a fucking full-time job. Um, one is something really old. So I've gone with Black Sabbath Volume 4. I've got to have Sabbath nice. in there somewhere. Being like you, it's, it's, it's got to be in there. That's that's my favourite Sabbath album. Um, and then once I go proper fucking batshit, man, when I need to summon the devil, um, which will happen, I've got... On day two, is that? Yeah, day two, <laughs> by, by about 11am. Um, I go on with Merciful Fate, Don't Break the Oath. Oh, nice. If you're going to summon Satan, th- mm. there's no better soundtrack, I think. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, do I do I dare open up the um, the can of worms with Don't Break the Oath or, or Melissa? You know, well, that, that was the thing. This was this was the choice choosing between the two. But I thought if we're going down the evil route, we'll go with Don't Break the Oath. Just a little bit extra evil. Mm. You know, and it's probably my it, it is my favorite Merciful Fate album. So, given the choice, that was the one. So. Yeah, you know, but I think if if we're all on this album, this island together, you know, with our story of being built and our OK computer CD to keep everybody warm, <laughs> I think I think we're going to do all right. I think we'll survive, you know, yeah. and and it's going to make a fucking good playlist as well. Now that he's not here, can we kill Padre? <laughs> we're going to put him on a spit roast. <laughs> Look, you know, survival of the fittest, isn't it? You, you've got to do it. Well, well, he, to his to he, his credit, to his credit, that's, that's why he disappeared yeah. early. He knew I mean, what was I, coming. I mean, to be fair, you know, I'm, I'm the one who probably go, goes out running more than anyone, so you know, that's always a good defense mechanism. He's the one that brought OK Computer onto the island. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But it's clearly got his uses. Yeah, it's got its uses, but you know, he he should be punished for it. <laughs> <laughs> Punishment by spit roast and not anything weird either. Actual <laughs> spit roast with fire and sticks and shit. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And look, you know, in terms of a luxury item, look, I just went for a sofa because <clears throat> it, it'll tick every box that I need. I can sit on it and listen to music. I can sleep on it. I, you know, I can bash the bishop on it. it if know. it works for Beavis and Butthead, then exactly. you know, it's got exactly. to come in. And it'll get eaten by cockroaches and all sorts. So, you know, Dude, I, I, I will even let you borrow my pillow if you want. Oh, look, what what more can I ask? We'll, we'll share. The, can we share the pillow? I think, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect this many soft furnishings on this desert <laughs> island, you know. 
Look, think about it. Look, look, read the room. How old are we all? We we, we need soft furnishings. We, we're not in our twenties anymore. You're going to bring no? your middle your your middle class bedspread, aren't exactly, you? Exactly, exactly. Coming, we'll, I can yeah. tell. That's next. Yeah. All right, well, move move over because I'm coming in. Oh, come on then. <laughs> mm, gorgeous soft cotton, but um, anyway, it waffle. It is. It's very soft. Very soft. Yeah, it's lovely, mm. lovely. But um, but yeah. I think we'll stop waffling there, shall we? Because this is get this is turning into uh, into more nonsense than usual. So uh... <laughs> it's it's basically exactly what would happen if we were stuck on a desert island together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with uh, with the last few cans of Carlsberg export left on the planet. <laughs> Fuck you know. Um, yeah, look. Thanks for listening. It's been a lot of fun, um, Dave. Thank you for coming back again. Welcome anytime, my friend. Yeah. Um, well, you've already you, you've already brought room one hundred and one to the table, so. Uh, don't be surprised when I ask you to come back again for that. And um, yeah, we'll probably be back next week. I don't know what with. And have we got any idea? I, I, you know, oh, we got we got the June album reviews. We need we? to. We do. We need yeah. to look back at June. We're almost in August, and we, we still we, haven't looked back yeah. on June's albums yet. So yeah, um, haven't, but that's because we've had to fit everyone else into to their schedules. And yeah, you know, it's I've, been uh, it's been a busy month. But yeah, going back to June. We've talked about Witch Hazel already. You've got Church of Misery in there. You've got that that absolute monster from Burner. Yeah. Um, Coffin Mulch. That's a fucking ripper of an album as well. Ooh, I'm actually picking my copy of that up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm go, go and get that. Wizard, and, Crypt yeah. of the Wizard tomorrow to pick that up. Yeah, get on that. Fucking, it's just an absolute cracking album. So yeah, we'll do that next week. We'll look back on June. And we'll also look back on um, on the first six months of the year as well and do a bit of a sort of a top five of what we've had so far so yeah yeah it's just Thanks. dawned on me how come so padre's got stick for okay computer but can we just talk about aha again <laughs> aha's allowed it's 80s isn't it we can do that fair enough all right look, i'll go with that they brought coldplay to the party so we haven't I didn't brought bring, that up I, yet no, no i didn't bring them they're not coming with me <laughs> no, they're definitely not fucking coming he shoved his fucking piano up his ass. <laughs> like, you know. Um, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. And uh, we will catch you next week. And uh, yeah, stay metal. <laughs>